Well, good morning, TLC family. This is Aaron doing a little daily update for you. Hope you guys had a good day yesterday, and if you didn't, who cares? It's in the past. And let's move on. Let's make today an awesome day. You know, we've been talking about that all week. Seeing the good. Seeing the good in yourself. Seeing your good. Seeing the good in others. And as you begin, and that starts with seeing how God sees you and the way you see how God sees you is you begin to spend time with him. You begin, and that's kind of weird. People say spend time with God. What does that mean? Let's just start it this way. Spending time with God means just acknowledging him. God, you're here today with me. God, you're watching over me today. Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and Savior. And you're with me. You said you never leave me or forsake me, Jesus. So I know wherever, right where I am right now, you are here with me. Your wisdom, your knowledge, and your <clears throat> your love and your strength is flowing to me right now. And so as you begin to acknowledge, conscious, become conscious. See, God is always with you. He never leaves you. Jesus, Jesus Christ never leaves you. He's always there. And so what happens is that we begin to believe <clears throat> the carnal mind. And the carnal mind begins to, you know, it's the same voice that Adam and Eve heard when they were in the garden. It says, well, maybe God's holding back on you. Maybe God isn't as good as you think he is. Maybe God is really, you know, playing this game with you. Maybe he is... Um, He's setting you up to fail because he just likes to watch that process. And so these, this is the thoughts, the thoughts of the carnal mind. And we have to begin to go, you know, really, is that love? Is that, would God do something like that? Would God treat me that way? And I said this on Sunday in church. It's like you have to have, I don't know, maybe I just do. I have a good opinion of God. I just do. I've always had. Even when I didn't understand things, I still said God is good and God is love. Now, <clears throat> I might not be seeing things right or understanding things right or seeing the big picture, but I know one thing. God is good. There's a, and there's a scripture, I think it's in Numbers 20, is it 23 or 26. It says God is no man that he should lie. So God can't even lie. So everything God does is for a benefit for all of us. And so what's happened is that there's this liar that's gotten to our minds and his name is Satan. We want to call him Lucifer or whatever, Satan. And he's the one that always, you know, you get the whole devil's advocate. Yeah, he's the devil's advocate. He is the devil. And so he sits there and puts doubt in your mind. And then he tries to show you circumstances that are supporting that doubt. And then what happens, because we haven't spent time beholding Jesus. I'm not talking about reading scriptures. A lot of people read scriptures and still are full of fear and doubt and insecurity. So I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about people trying to build their faith. People go, oh, well, if I listen to enough word, if I listen to enough this, it'll build my faith and then I'll be... No, 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 no. If you ever look up faith in the Greek, faith means... Faith is a gift from God. God gives you faith. You don't develop your own faith. And even in Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it says, renew your mind. If you look at the Greek word for that renewing, it means let God renew your mind. So here we have people trying to renew their mind. People trying to build their faith in God when they're doing just the opposite. When God said, no, I give you faith. And I renew your mind. So really, it's on him. So when you begin to behold him, what begins to happen? When you begin, oh, Jesus, I 
Jesus Christ, I acknowledge you in all my ways. Thank you for directing my paths. When you acknowledge him, when you give him the open door to move the way he wants to move, then what happens, he gives you faith. And he and he gives you faith. And he renews your mind with that faith. See, he does it. But see, we've been trying to do something, try to figure out something that he's already well equipped to do. And so that's why we struggle sometimes. And that's why the doubt comes in the insecurity and the fears because we're trying to build your faith. But there's always this question I always ask people. How do you know when you have enough faith? How do you know when your mind's renewed? I mean, what what is the signal? Is there like a, a beeper that goes off? Beep, 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 mind renewed, mind renewed. Is that what happens? I don't know. And so I think, you know, we would laugh at other type of religious groups that go, you know, knock on doors and <clears throat> and they say, oh, yeah, they're trying to get into heaven. Well, we're trying to do almost the same thing by building our faith. Teaching our faith. Instead of going, let's just receive faith from God. And so when you behold Jesus and you stand and you, and you acknowledge him, <clears throat> that faith, your faith, his faith in you begins to grow. And the renewing of your mind takes place. See, it's so funny, you know, you cannot renew your own mind. And that's been the struggle. That's why people have been so frustrated because they try to renew their minds. And, you know, it just, it doesn't work. And there's still doubt, fear, and unbelief. So the thing is to let God do it. And to let God do it, you got to spend some time with him. And people call it prayer, but I like to call it prayer because when people think of prayer, it's sitting in a room or in the dark, praying or in a closet, some people would say. <clears throat> and it's not, you know, prayer to me is something that we do every day when we interact with God. It's just like, hey, God, what's up? What's going on? You know, you're in a situation at work, and he begins to talk to you about it and how to how to see it the right way and how to function with your boss and how to function with the people at work. I mean, it should be, <clears throat> it's amazing. We should all be like Joseph in our workplaces. We should always be Joseph because Joseph was always in communion with God. He had a good opinion of God because you can even say, see it in, you know, when he tells his brothers in the story that um, who he is. And he says, he tells them, don't get mad. Don't get mad. God did this to save you. I mean, and Joseph goes, I went through all this persecution because to save, you know, other people's lives. And that is being a true servant when you lay down your lives for others, just like Jesus laid down his life. And Joseph was a type of Jesus. And we see that where Joseph had a good opinion of God because all the things he went through in his life, he could have been really bitter at God. But because he had a good opinion of God, because he had fellowship with God, he knew God was working him into this situation. And the same thing true happens with us. When you begin to realize that God loves you, and that God gives you faith, and God strengthens you, and God encourages you, it's not you trying to encourage yourself. It's not you trying to build yourself up. It's not you trying to put yourself in some type of place of faith or grace or whatever you want to call it. No, as you spend time with God, little times start out with five seconds during the day, Lord, I just acknowledge your presence. Turn on some of your favorite music, driving to work, Christian music and the worship music that's singing about him. 
Not any unbelief thing like, oh Lord, don't leave me. Lord, I'm so broken. You know, yeah, we are all broken when we went to the cross, but you're not broken anymore. Christ lives in you. You're whole. You're complete. You're renewed. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You're not broken anymore. You're a new creation. I get tired of people talking about, I'm so broken, God's going to break you. I mean, it's just like you have a poor opinion of God. God doesn't want you broken. Did you ever see Jesus broken? Yeah, he, yeah, one time on the cross. And he broke, and we all broke at that time with him. And now we all have been transformed into new creations in Christ Jesus. Like it says in 1 John 4, 17, as he is, so are we in the earth. And so, you know, let's explore that. And how do you explore that? By looking to Jesus. And letting him remove your fears, your doubts, your insecurities. Let him remove them. Let him renew your mind. But it comes through not by church attendance, not by serving, doesn't come by giving, none of all those things that we've been told. It comes by you sitting before your Lord, your God, and your King. Like we've been talking about in Luke with Mary. Mary and Martha. What did Mary do? She sat and absorbed Jesus' revelation. What you need to do today and every day and throughout the day, absorb his revelation. How do you do that? Just like what I said, Jesus, today I am absorbing all your revelation, all your wisdom, all your knowledge. I receive it by faith. What does faith mean? God is giving you, he gives you faith. So when you say I receive it, he gives you the faith to operate in it. So that's all I got for you today approaching about 10 minutes. I'm going to keep these pretty short. But I love you guys. Have a great week. Or a great day, I should say. I'll be back on t- back tomorrow. But remember, remember, look to Him. Scriptures are nice. Scriptures point to Him. They point us to Him. But look to Jesus and let Him be the author and finisher of your faith. Let Him renew your mind. And let him remove all the fear, doubt, insecurities that you feel in life and about life. He is the perfect love that casts out all fear. So you guys have a great day. Love you. And we'll talk to you soon.